Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. Are you trying to lose that belly fat fast? I can relate. Losing my beer gut was like the top reason that inspired me for taking action on my fitness program. Here are some things that I learned throughout my journey. Stay tuned. Hey there, my friend, Perry Timsley here, creator of the Power of Last podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. Okay, so you want to lose the belly, the bloat, the gut, the stomach. That is one of the popular things that people tell me that they would love to change about their body if they had a magic wand. I, I often ask that. I ask that in surveys. And I was like, what would be the top thing? If you had a magic wand, what would you change? Or what would you improve? And it's losing the belly. It's losing that stomach. It's, you know, the, the stuff that the goo that we end up <laughs> somehow accumulate. And it was certainly my motivation. Uh, so I decided to get started with exercising. And so I figured I'd get in some good abs, uh, good ab exercises and, and just get into overall getting in shape because I wanted to be stronger. And I quickly realized that you really can't out-train a poor diet. Um, I, I was really shortcutting myself when I was going through my eating plan. And I was going, well, even though this might be the best thing for you, this part isn't really good or bad. So I was always choosing the middle of the road stuff. And... You know, I just didn't see the results. But once I started dialing in with some of the things that I'm going to share with you, that's when I really started to see the abs reveal themselves. Uh, I wasn't shooting for a six-pack or anything like that, but it, it eventually happened at one point because when you see what's possible, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, what if I do this? What if I try this? What if I dial this in? Um, and just note, you know, you really can't target fat loss to one specific area of the body. I, I went with that thinking for a long time. I was like, man, I want to lose the the gut. So I will buy uh, an ab workout that I can do. And I'll just do that every day. And I'll buy this gadget called the ab machine or whatever it was called off an infomercial. I'll lose, I'll lose the gut. And it just doesn't work that way. Uh, and I think we would kind of look a little bit odd if we pick one specific area, you know, like the belly and just, okay, that's in shape, but the rest of us isn't <laughs> goofy, but there's some habits, some, some food things that you can do, some exercises that I think can really help you shrink your waistline, uh, and even flatten out the stomach, uh, or de bloat, uh, is another thing. A lot of things that people notice where maybe the scale wasn't a huge difference, but they noticed that the inches that they lost because their belly was uh, de-bloating. So some of the ideas that I'm going to share with you might seem so crazy simple to you that you might be tempted to just discard them, you know? And, you know, these could actually be the very thing that if you did them would shrink your waist. But a lot of times I, I, I'll talk with people and they'll, they'll just dismiss those as, oh, that's just super simple. Who would do that? And it's like, because it's simple and it's smart. Why wouldn't you? Why why overcomplicate it? So the first tip I have for you is to drink water first. Uh, that's that's one of the things I learned was to really, really hydrate yourself. But eat, uh, drinking water uh, before you eat any of your meals or eating any of your snacks can be a big game changer. 
My process is when I wake up in the morning, I chug down 32 ounces of water. I know it sounds like a lot, but I do it. And then before I eat any meal or eat any snack or anything, I'm chugging another 16 ounces. Um, there's probably some research out there that say, oh, don't drink water. It messes with digestion and stuff like that. I'm going to tell you what. When people start overcomplicating things, that's when they avoid the stuff and don't even drink the water. So it's like, okay, if, if that's the way you got to get water in, do it. You know, if it, it might mess with a little bit, you know, with, you know, maybe it's not the ideal digestive stuff. You know, I don't know. I'm not the expert on that, but it's just something that I've done. And so I find, found it to be a super simple game changer. I had learned that, uh, th- this catchphrase. Use this catchphrase. I learned it from uh, dietitian Alana Malstein. And she just says, water first. And that's what I do. I think of myself, water first upon waking. Water first before I eat. Water first if I'm about to have a snack. It's just water first. That's the priority of the day. Next tip is to stay away Oh, this is going to be a big game changer for you. Stay away from high fructose or fructose anything. Those sneaky sugars that are in all of our foods. Oh my gosh. Did you know that the average American consumes, get this, 140 pounds of sugar a year? Now you might not say, oh my gosh, I never put that much sugar in stuff. It's in everything. As a matter of fact, a serving of ketchup, has more sugar than a glazed donut. Google that one, <laughs> okay? Um, but that's it's no wonder that our, our bellies are bloated. It's, it's causing inflammation. We ache. We're, we're groggy. We're irritable. Um, and that's why when I run groups, uh, you know, people are noticing they're less bloated. When I run these sugar detox groups or even integrate uh, just healthy eating, we, we really weed out those, um, those hidden sneaky sugars that we eat it's easy to identify them. It's, you know, one, once we realize and get it out of our eating, how amazing we start to feel. And people are reporting they feel more, fo- you know, better focus, better energy. Uh, their skin feels clearer. There's a bunch of stuff that, that people will say when they go through that. So I, I challenge you to be a nutrition label reader. I know it takes a little bit of extra time, but you're going to be shocked. Go through your cupboards uh, and, and look for the things. This is what the, an activity that I did. I went through my cupboards and I'm like, I'm picking up every item. If it has anything that says fructose, high fructose, trans fats, um, and, and I was looking for any of the hidden sneaky uh, things, I put it in a box. I got rid of it out of my house. Um, it was hard. It, I wanted to cling on to it because a lot of the stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, I paid so much for that. But I knew if I ate it, I'd pay in the long run. And I didn't hold on to things because someday maybe somebody may show up at my door and I might need to make a treat for them. Oh, my gosh. Why am I going to put that in their bodies, right? What a friend. (laughs) So if you want my list of the top sneaky sweeteners that you need to get rid of, uh, message, uh, send send a subject line in the email uh, with sneaky sweeteners and send that over to Perry at putyourselffirst.com. I'll send that over to you. So, and, and this includes the sugar-free stuff too. You know, while that might be a healthier option or seem like a healthier option, those things, when they say sugar-free, that means it's going to expand your gut and negatively impact your health. All right. Now here's a few simple ones here. Use smaller plates and smaller bowls. Uh, I tend to find that when I use larger plates, um, I tend to overeat. 
and portion control can really be a big game changer. Um, I'll, I'll share in the show notes a specific plan that you can use for portion control. But I, I, I find that you know we do have different size plates. And Hillary and I always choose the smaller plates for the most part, unless we've got a big item that's going to droop over or something like that and be sloppy. Um, we we uh, use the smaller plates and keep keep those things un- under control. So it's very very easy way to do it. Another easy one, which you know, for some people might not say it's easy, but it's easy to understand. It's to get good sleep, striving for uh, seven to eight hours. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, I don't have time to sleep. I've got to do this. I've got all these things. You know, sometimes just cutting out an extra Netflix or TV show and going to bed earlier. Um, And so you can get up a little more refreshing, getting the technology out of the bedroom and not watching TV. So we're groggy, things that impact our sleep. You know, getting rid of the, those electronics, the the vibes, the vibrations that are going through the walls. If Getting rid of the cell phone. If your cell phone needs to be there, then... Switch to airplane mode, okay? Um, I've learned that getting good sleep, it's really, really crucial for weight loss. And so I, I find myself, if I if I get too little sleep, I tend to make poorer food choices and I tend to overeat as if I, I can't seem to get enough and I can't figure it out. I'm like, I just ate 20 minutes ago. Why am I still hungry? Okay, so this next one, this next tip, I admit, <laughs> I'm not the best at this, but I got this tip from my dad as he's lost 85 pounds. He says to put your fork down in between bites. Now, it might seem a little silly to do, but it makes you eat more slowly and you tend to what you tend to eat less and you'll feel fuller faster. And I admire that about him because I personally tend to be a really fast eater and that can lead to overeating. And dad, my dad said, you know, that, that was a big part of him shrinking his belly, just slowing his eating pace by putting the fork down on the plate after he took a bite and then chewing his food and swallowing. Boom. Simple. Next one. Be smart with your snacking. Um, there, there's a lot of great healthy snacks out there that you can make. And while it might not seem the most tempting to say, I'm going to put almond butter on a, on, on some apple, uh, when you really, all you want is the bag of M&Ms, right? You want to be smart about it. And, and creating a list of healthy snacks that you can rotate through the week and fitting in those healthy, uh, high-protein snack, like just a handful of unsalted raw almonds can do the do really great wonders. It keeps you satisfied and helps to maintain that blood sugar. And it's the blood sugar variations that we tend to go wacky with our with our cravings and and eating. Uh, When I got very intentional with my snacks, when I was trying to shrink my belly, I searched for healthy food swaps. I'm like, okay, I like this as a snack. I like these things. I like this. And I found healthier things. And then I would portion them out. Yes, I would get obsessed to portion and divvy them out because if I didn't do that, I was going to overeat and just mindlessly munch on them. But if I knew what I was eating and that, that was my snack, I was more mindful on it. And I didn't mindlessly munch. So it might sound a little strict for you, but that can be a big game changer, especially if you're wanting to shrink your belly, right? So uh, we want to make sure that we're not mindlessly eating snacks that have an impact on increasing our waistline. And and speaking of the mind, uh, be mindful of what you eat. I mean, heck, be mindful and present throughout your day anyway, right? But I think that can help you make be calmer. But just being in tune to everyday life 
appreciating what's around you, that can have an impact on the body. And eating mindfully also happens to be one of those top game changers for people with their weight loss and shrinking their their belly. And you know, along with that, avoiding stress or reducing stress, if if you can at all cost, that can have a dramatic impact because stress no good for the belly, no good for the body or the brain either. But the belly, it, stress and the cortisol stuff, the way I understand it, can really store a lot of fat, fat right there, and that and it can also make you hungry. Uh, I've done I've done other podcast episodes on uh, reducing stress, so you can just go and, and do a search for stress and power blast podcast. But a real simple way to uh, help you calm yourself is just to take deep breaths, like going for a four, seven, eight belly breathing a few times or meditating, using meditation in your day, just a few minutes a day, uh, getting an app like Calm or Headspace can make do wonders for you. This next one, veggies most. I, I learned that also from the dietitian uh, Alana Malstein. But you know what? I had to teach myself to like vegetables. And what I've learned over the years and what, what I strive for is my, my morning... A routine. I'm, I'm striving for. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not my morning routine, but necessarily, but my my lunch and my dinner. I'm striving for a plate of like half to three fourths of my plate being vegetables, where the protein is the side dish. It used to be the other way around. As a matter of fact, I used to avoid uh, eating vegetables. Once I started adding vegetables into my eating. I dropped five pounds in the first week. It blew my mind. And now I love vegetables. I mean, I had to, I had to work at it, but now I absolutely love them when we, we bring that in. So veggies most. Um, another one is to use a food tracker of some sort. That can be a big game changer. Now, I know it might seem tedious. It might seem like a pain. But there's super simple trackers out there and apps that you can use just to track your food. Track when you're taking a bite. Track when you're licking the spoon. Track when you're just tasting little things. Make sure you get those down. Just that that way you know how it will impact how you feel, uh, what the scale is go- going on there, or um, and the inches you're trying to lose. Another tip here is to exercise before you eat. Now, I coach a few clients, and this really works well for them. I, and I also do it. Uh, I didn't always, and I used to work out. Uh, in the evening, but um, exercising before you eat, I discovered that a morning workout um, can really keep you energized all day long, and there's a lot of belly shrinking benefits to it too. Um, so that's that's one of the great things I think you can do is just to exercise before you eat. You get that in there, and you get things going, and you're burning off uh, stuff that's in the body as opposed to stuff you just ate. <laughs> um, and strength training. I think strength training is a great way to shrink your belly, stay in shape, uh, build up muscle because muscle burns fat, and you'll want to do that. And adding in some core and cardio too, you know, to you know work on those muscles so that when your belly is shrinking, you're starting to show that definition. So uh, for for those, you know, those are just a few tips on how to shrink your belly. I mean, I didn't dig into things that I could have like eating high fiber foods, um, eating uh, healthy fats, lean proteins, and those contribute too, for sure. I mean, I probably could have come up with a list of about 40 things, right? And I think a big important thing is, is being a label reader, ditching the sneaky sugars, reducing the stress, getting enough sleep, 
water first, veggies most, tracking your food, exercising daily, man, you get consistent with that, things are going to happen. Things are going to change. To focus on reducing that midsection, I mean, just follow any of the tips I, I listed here in this episode. They can have a real big impact on you shrinking down your belly. Uh, I, I'll drop some uh, a link of a great program in the show notes too. But if you're you're looking for a great way to put these tips into action, then consider joining my three week boot camp and get your belly to shrinking and into shape. You can go over to putyourselffirst.com/bootcamp. And find out all the details there. That's all I have for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate you. And please, if you found this valuable, share uh, with anybody that you know who could get value. And please, if you can get over to your podcast app, leave an honest rating and review. That would really help others discover this show. And if you're over on YouTube waving at you on the video here, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and smash that notifications bell so that you get notified each time a new show drops. You absolutely rock, my friend. That's all I have for this week. And as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week.